What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers of glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who've made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Times. What's up? What's up? And Levon Maynard. Hey, welcome to the show. What is going on? Uh, welcome to Tuesday's episode. So uh, Monday and Tuesday are our topics. Wednesday, we have a really good discussion with Mike Ware. So definitely turn, tune in for that one about diversity and inclusion. Uh, no Ask Us SP this week for Thursday, but Friday, uh, the weekly rundown where we talk about everything else, games, movies, books, all that good stuff. So definitely tune in for that. Uh, continue to like, share, and subscribe. But without further ado, I give it to Shannon. All right, everybody. So this uh, this article is from infosecuritymagazine.com um, and is written by Phil Muncaster. Uh, the title of this one is French Hospitals Cut Internet Connection After Data Raid. So these guys took a took an all-out approach of just cut the wire like they took an axe to it. No, not really. They didn't even take an axe to it. But um, what this is about is the French hospital group uh, was forced to cut internet connectivity in two locations after hackers stole data in an attempt to... Uh, in an attempted extortion campaign. So these hackers wanted a $1.3 million ransom demand um, to get the information back. And they were just like, no, nah, we're not going to pay it. We're just going to cut the internet and we're going to do things the old school way is what they ended up doing, right? They ended up, they're doing stuff by like pen and paper, you know, the original computer, right? Like the print side was where the lead was, the delete was the eraser, right? That's, mm. that's, that's the old, that's the old school way of doing things. But, um, but yeah, so like, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, seeing everything that we've seen, and I know a lot of the stuff that we we do on the show is is usually things that happen in America, but things that are America America specific when it comes to water water plant water treatment plants and colonial pipeline, they don't only just apply to America, right? Like people overseas got to be paying attention to this, especially when it comes to medical, right? And so the group themselves, they say that um, they weren't really affected in way of losing uh, personal data, but uh, the group, let's see, um, I'll find it here. Um, it claimed in a notice that internal IT systems, including electronic patient records have not been affected and that patients continue to receive a high quality level of care. But it said that some services are not available, right? So you can't put book appointments online or anything like that because they cut, the, they cut the, the internet for doing anything to and from these, uh, these hospitals that were affected. But yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, especially when it comes to, to hospitals, right? And this is in France, mind you, right? So this isn't in the United States, it's in France, but we all need to be taking better care um, when it comes to, uh, what, what am I trying to say? Like protecting privacy, right? And what, what people have, especially when it comes to medical records, right? Because that's one of those things where it can be used to like kind of maybe blackmail people, you know what I mean? Like, right. You got something that someone may not want out there. Someone famous, right? Like if President Macron, right? If he goes to one of these hospitals, right? That's the French president's name, right? Macron. Am I saying that wrong? Mark. It Mark, sounds right to me. Macron. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. like if he goes to one of these hospitals, you get something on him, right? Like it could be something. They'd be like, "Oh, well, we see you got, you know, gonorrhea or whatever. Like, right? <laughs> wife, the wife don't have it. Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm just, your mistress. You know, your mistress is." <laughs> But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like um we just gotta have better care when it comes to stuff like this, you know what I mean? But uh yeah, these 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 hackers um they say um 
some stuff leaked on the dark web, right? The attackers include social security details, banking information, and patient letters, which the, the hospital group says wasn't released. But it's one of those things where I would automatically assume that it was out there, right? Like, I don't think they're putting that out there just to say it if they didn't have something to back it up, if they don't get their 1.3 million. But Levon, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, man, I think you did a, a great job covering this. I mean, it's you you kind of have a lot of the same thoughts I have on this um, topic. It's like, uh, you know, uh, first of all, it's like the the fact that, you know, this, this information got leaked out. It could be used to, it could be used to, uh, kind of sabotage somebody, blackmail somebody uh, into, uh, into uh, you know, getting some money out of them so that they don't reveal some personal data. But, you know, it's, it's you know, it's one of those situations, and, you know, this, this is kind of like um, a little bit of like a rehash or like, you know, we've seen many stories like this where these, these hackers are attacking sensitive locations with hospitals or like the Keystone Pipeline, all that kind of stuff. Uh, not Keystone Pipeline, but uh, the colonial. Uh, the colonial Pipeline. Yeah, yes. <laughs> keep that as a separate topic. Uh, <laughs> colonial Pipeline. <laughs> but uh, the, the hackers really have no like boundaries. Like they go after whatever they feel is like a opportunity where they can get some sort of uh, money. You know, get money out of uh, any kind of business, whether it's a, a hospital pipeline, or it's a, a packaging plant, like food packing, or if it's a, a farm that we talked about in one of the other episodes. Um, they go after anything where they can, they see opportunity where they can get some money. Um, and it's, you know, it's kind of a shame. You think that'd be some sort of like, you know, like a little bit of like a, a code or some sort of like sense of honor between the hackers where they're not going to go after sensitive uh, locations like these. You know, it's one thing to attack like a hospital where people are just trying to get help and, you know, save people's, people's lives. And there's another thing to be like attacking like a, I don't know, uh, a like IT company that's doing work that has a bunch of money or something or like a, you know, whatever you can think of, like a, a construction company or something. Um, but yeah, people, you know, going to hospitals, they, they, they assume that they can go there for care and have their information secured. Um, but, you know, obviously there's hackers out there trying to get their, get their, get their stuff. Um, and hopefully like, you know, I know we mentioned this before, or at least I've mentioned before that is, it'd be very curious to find out how these hackers got into this particular location, uh, what their method of hacking was. Um, I know that they disclose that information for maybe various reasons, but it's yeah. uh it's uh it'd be very interesting right. to know like okay where did you find how did you find out that they got you know you got hacked or like where was the the source of the intrusion and how can this maybe help other companies avoid this uh, same kind of situation? But um, I guess with that, I'll turn it over to you, Ryan. What, you, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I would say uh, even though they didn't release it uh, in the past when we covered this, like NHS was hit because of uh, end of life um, operating systems. So mm -hmm. I think WannaCry uh, targeted them. They had like, they were on XP and some other older versions of Windows. And that's how they got, how they got, got uh, back at that time. So like, probably end of life stuff or some other vector where you were like, mm, you probably could have fixed this, but you know, budgets and constraints and get, can you even update medical records on a different one, right? Like, um, just because yeah. you upgrade doesn't mean you won't break your your uh, your your back end by doing the upgrade. So there's a, a lot of factors and what have you, most unlikely. Um, but again, you have to figure those things out, right? Like you can't just not upgrade. You can't just not patch vulnerabilities. You have to uh, figure out how to how to fix it. Um, in this case, they did the right thing by not paying. Uh, my only concern would have been uh, we talked about it last year where a hospital was uh, attacked and they also unplugged themselves. Um, and then uh, an infant uh, passed away. So mm -hmm. like, 
as a as a a hacker in this situation, like you could be liable for somebody's death, um, uh, potentially if somebody were to to receive improper treatment or uh, what have you. Let's say they need some like they had some kind of allergic reaction because they couldn't go through the the, uh, the medical records to find out like oh this person's allergic to this, and then uh, they can potentially attribute that to you saying oh well had they have access to their records they wouldn't have given them this you know. Um, uh, dosage of whatever that that uh, into their life, so I, I wouldn't attack a hospital. I just don't think that's the the, the ROI on that just does not seem uh, worth it. To be honest with you, like you think, oh, okay, they're they're a soft target and they're going to pay. They're not. But if somebody dies, is that on you potentially? Mm-hmm. So I, I would definitely leave that one alone. But they're not getting their money. Uh, they cut the higher line like in Transformers where you took the axe. <laughs> Because that's how you stop internet from working. <laughs> you picked up on what I was putting down. Yeah, he's like, cut the hard line. <laughs> right. Like, why you have a telephone pole in the, uh, <laughs> in, the, in the headquarters? Like, don't make any sense. Um, <laughs> we got switches. You can unplug power. Um, but yeah, so they did the right thing. And luckily, they were robust enough to be able to go back, kicking it old school and, and handing out medical charts and things of that nature. I'm sure a lot of hospitals are, are figuring that out now. Like, it's a backup plan. Like, what's our what's our our plan in case we go uh, dark? And they'll have the ability to pull medical records. Like, what what are we gonna do? Like, I would assume that'd be yeah. part of their their planning. Um, I'm fascinated by that now. I I, I definitely want to get some more information on that. Um, because um, you don't hear enough about that. In my opinion, as a patient, like what what are you what are you going to do in case this happens? Like what what's your backup plan? Well, because because at that point you're kind of going backwards, right? Like people are, it's a digital world, right? So like if everybody's going the digital route, like why? What is the purpose of keeping everything on paper backup like that, right? Like you're trying to get away from save space. You know, we got a room here that's all that stuff is stored on, right? We have many terabytes. You know what I mean of of data that has all that on it. So if you're just going to go back to the paper, then why spend the money in, in, in having the virtual environment or having the uh, uh, digital environment, you know yeah, what I mean? Which, which is very true. Yeah. I had a family member, uh, she did medical record transcription. Like, so she was taking all the paper records and making them digital was her, was her job. But what happens you can't get to those digits? That's the question. Um, I guess triage, right? Like they'll ask you a bunch of questions if you're conscious, make sure they don't, um, Give you something to harm you but definitely fascinating i'm glad they didn't pay that's uh good we always preach about that like do not pay report it get some help from uh from whomever um but do not pay the money so they didn't so kudos to them and they said they were able to still give high um quality medical care so they, the ransomers get nothing in this case except for a bad name so sucks to be you but <laughs> with that being said uh, please continue to, to, to tune in. Uh, please continue to uh, hit that like button, subscribe, all those good things. Hit a bell. There's a bell involved. Uh, we're starting to see the numbers come up. So share with your friends. Uh, keep us um, out there uh, in the cybersecurity landscape so people can tune in and learn, hopefully learn something or at least be entertained uh, by the stuff they already know. Uh, hit us up on our, all of our socials, which is uh, the other side of the firewall podcast. And then you can hit me up personally. I'm at RyRy Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. I'm on Twitter, LinkedIn, Clubhouse, and TikTok. And you, LeVon? Yes, sir. You can hit me up on the Twitter. It's at LeVon Maynard. There it is. Stay safe. Stay secure. Take care.